When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What I'd like to ask you has to do with the Sabbath. How can I experience the Sabbath, the light of God, which you say is a different experience from the light of God that we can receive when we are working? You say there's a light of God which we can experience when we work, and another light of God which we have to be a vessel for. And what I want to know is how, how do we, what is that? What is the difference between work and non-work? And also how we become that vessel. Okay, let's start from that point. <coughs> you remember, I think I told you last time, Yeah, I think I did. Imagine, I love this girl very much. I woke up to her and I said, listen, I want to marry you. I promise I'll do everything you want me to do. And I'll give you gifts every day. She says, you know, that's very sweet of you and I like you a lot and everything, but I just don't feel that way about you to marry you. So I said, what do you mean? I'll do everything you say. So yeah, that's very cute, but still doesn't work. What's she telling me? Doing somebody favors and do everything they want me to do reaches a very high place. But th that place where a person wants to make a covenant with me to get married is much, much deeper. You know, I can buy a girl, I can give a girl a million dollars a day, but it doesn't reach unless she loves me very much, it's a deeper place, deeper, it doesn't reach there. Now listen to this. Imagine I love this girl very much, and we love each other in the deepest way. The next day I give her a million dollars. Where did that million dollar reach? In the same place like the former boyfriend whom she didn't love who wanted to give her a million dollars? The thing is because I do have a covenant with some, we love each other so much, so every little thing I'm doing for her touches that deep light. Makes it even deeper. So the thing is between us and God is also the same way. My covenant with God is not because I do everything God tells me to do. Okay, so it's very beautiful. I do everything God wants me to do. The thing is that I have a covenant with God that means my reaching God is so deep. And after that, when I do something for God, it touches always in the deepest, deepest depths of life. So the thing is like this. When, during the week, I'm, my, my focus is on doing mitzvahs learning. My focus is on doing God's will. You know? And I'm reaching 
basically I'm reaching that place doing God's will. Although it's also touching a little bit this deepest depths place where the covenant is. But it's not, this is not where the focus is. On Shabbos, Sigmund says, Shabbos is like the whole Torah together. Shabbos is not an individual mitzvah, an individual good deed. Shabbos is the all, the everything together. Shabbos is when, when it's obvious to me that where I'm reaching God, where God is reaching me, is not on the level that I'm doing something like a chain reaction. I do good, God gives me back good. I do wrong, God, God forbid, does me wrong back. Shabbos is deeper than all this. Shabbos is like just Kviva Kama. Shabbos is God's light the way God is. Not, okay, let's make myself clear again. The whole world is only a vessel basically for God's action life. Because God created the world, God acted. God created the world. Okay, let's put it this way. Remember, I think I told you last time too. Um, you know Picasso? Imagine Picasso says to me, I can invite you to one of the two occasions. Or I can show you all my paintings. Or you can watch me the way I play with my children. If I'm a, I'm a shallow person, I say, no, I'd like to see his art. If I'm a deep person, if I want to get to know the depths of his heart, which is deeper than, because the art is only an expression of that depth that he has. When do I experience the depths? The way he's playing with his children. It's much, much deeper. So the way I know God on Shabbos is not what God did. During the week, I see God because God created the beautiful world. On Shabbos, not what God did, what God is. The deepest depths. And on Shabbos also something happens to me inside. What is shining out of me is not what I did or what I didn't do. You know. The deepest depths of my being. Everybody knows that Shabbos is Shabbat Shalom. Shabbos is like, like the world to come where there will be peace between people. There is peace between in the house. And everybody knows that you kindle those two lights on Shabbos with Shalom Bais. You know, there's a whole thing in the Talmud which, if you have only, let's say, two pennies to buy two candles, are you kindling Hanukkah lights or are you kindling Shabbos lights? So the answer is always Shabbos light because Shabbos light is the light of peace, which is more important because it's the first thing in the world. Why, do, why is there no peace between people, between nations? Because I don't like what you do, right? It's always doing. Imagine if people could reveal to each other the deepest depths of their heart. Forget what they did. I know I did a lot of wrong. But the deepest depths of my being, if a human being reveals to you the depths of their being, you can't help but love them. Because this is God's light inside of them. The deepest depths there is. Okay, so I began telling you before that one of the major, major preparations for Shabbos is going to the mikveh. And the mikveh is completely immersing myself in water. And basically, 
the way I am under the water, if I don't go out, I'll die, God forbid. It means at this moment, I'm, when I come out, I receive new life because I was in a place where there was, I was dead in a certain deep way. Under the water, I'm dead. Can't live here. That means I'm really, when I come out from the water, suddenly I receive life from a new place. Like nothing washes me as clean, okay, but the toilet has, has to be pure rainwater, untouched by human hands. Because the whole of this water has to be really heavenly water, or a river. But it just has to be like, not mechanic water, you know, because this is, mechanic water just lost a little bit that kind of purity. <coughs> so the thing is, I was telling you that also, when I do a mitzvah, when I do a good deed, when I'm learning, I can also learn on two levels. You can learn on the level of action. I do it, I'm learning, I'm doing something. Or I can do it on the level of being completely immersed in it. You know, sometimes somebody studies Torah and his head is working. Even my feelings are working, I'm, I'm, I'm active, I'm in action. Sometimes you just completely immerse yourself in those holy words. And if you immerse yourself in those holy words, it's a little bit like Shabbos. So the Holy Bajemtov says that during the week, how can you live seven days without Shabbos? So when you really pray, you know, when you completely immerse yourself, and be not you're praying, you are praying, even deeper than others, it's a little bit like Shabbos. When you study Torah on this deepest depth level, being completely, completely immersed in it, like that uh, I can't live without it, you know, like the Torah gives me life in the deepest way. So this is a little bit like Shabbos. Um, it's a very important thing, you know, Friday, I'll see him go Shabbos morning also, it's so special, you know. <coughs> You started to say the uh, the way of doing a favor for someone. W would you give me the depths of that again, that there was a way of doing it in the daily life and then there was a way of doing it with the Shabbos way? Well, you see, sometimes you talk to somebody and, and, and you're active, you say words, or beautiful words, and you turn your heart to a person also on a level of action. I do something, I turn my heart. And then there's sometimes you can be completely immersed in it. It's deeper than action, just completely, completely immersed in it. Yeah, you, you, you can stand by the holy wall and, and, and daven, ev you did everything right. Or you can be with the holy wall and being completely immersed in the holy wall. Like the, the holy wall covers you. You just, you stop being, everything stops. There's nothing else there. And, um, you know, I watch people playing with their children, talking to their children. Sometimes they talk to their children on a level of action, you know. Heartbreaking. Or sometimes they talk to their children and suddenly nothing else exists anymore. Basically, you know, everybody knows that the Bajamtiv initiated and the Kabbalist you really have to go to the mikvah before you pray. 
Because real praying is not action. I, I, I utter those words and I do something, or I stand in the synagogue and I shakal. Praying is to be absolutely immersed in prayer. Like nothing else exists but the word I utter, even deeper than that. You see, I always tell people, my friends, the difference even between Moses talking to us and the Messiah should live to see his coming. When God spoke to Moses on Sinai, God says to Moses, command the children of Israel, tell them to do it, you know, tell them this, tell them that. When the Mashiach is coming, it'll be like, there's a, there's a very deep Torah in Ishbutzavet. Beneath all this commanding, God is begging us, please do it, God is praying. Please do it. And the difference between a real, real person and uh, like a half person like this. If you're half a Jew, it sounds to you like God is commanding you. If you're the deepest depths, then you know Mom's God is begging you, crying with you, begging you, praying. It's much, much deeper. And um, You know, it's so deep, you know, like, uh, imagine someone is proposing to a girl to get married, right? He says, I command you to marry me tomorrow. How does it sound? Okay, you know, a girl likes it, mother tough. Doesn't go this way. I'm just praying, I'm begging you, right? A level of praying. And, um, the destruction of the, of the temple means that we lost the touch of praying. You know, we still pray on the level of telling God, or action praying, with this deepest, deepest depths praying. It's like being immersed in praying. It's a little bit broken. Um, this type of praying, is this a oneness with the Creator, there is no separation between me and the Presence? Is that what it is? No, I, I didn't mean to say you stop being you, you know, on the country. I, I'm... I'm mummish me and you're mummish you, but, but we're just so close, right? You know, sometimes if I stop being I, then we're not close. I just don't exist, you know, that's not close. Close means I am and you're you, but we're so close. You know that the Bible says, is there a nation who's so close to God? Like like the children of Israel who are praying to God all the time. Praying is closeness to God, you know? Praying between people is being close to each other. Um, in India, they have this teaching called Tatwamasi. I am that. I am that. Uh, I'm asking, is this different? Is, are, are we opening our hearts to become a vessel to receive the Holy Presence? And therefore, if we receive that Presence, do we become one with the Presence? I am that. There is nothing but God. My being is immersed in, in the totality of that light and that love. 
Is that what Shabbos is? You see, like uh, the Eastern religions, to be enlightened means enlightened means that you stop to exist as an individual, more or less, you know. And like you have no feelings, you have no worries, you just you're out of the whole scene. For us, to be enlightened means to be completely in the scene, to be completely in the world, in the deepest, deepest depth. Not only be less sensitive, even more sensitive, you know. Mamish to know what pain is and what joy is. Because if you're out of it, then you're just nothing, you know. You're not happy and you're not sad. You know, again, I'm not knocking in this. is their, their way, you know, but it's just, it just isn't my way, you know. Like, they don't have those weird, like this kind of simcha we have, you know. Mamish joy like mad, you know, the deepest, deepest depths. Because um, you cannot, you cannot be sensitive to joy unless you're also sensitive to pain in the deepest, deepest way. And you know when you do Pesach night, we eat mora and we eat matzah, right? Utmost joy and utmost pain. We go through the whole thing. Because you know? to be free means that I'm open to absolute pain and I'm also open to absolute joy. You know? So for us, to be close to God doesn't mean I stop to exist and I'm God. It's cute, but it isn't. Because God created me, God wants me to be me. But I'm utmost me when I'm so close to God. That means also I stop being me, the outside of me, you know. I'm strong off all the, all the, you know, like it's called the this clipper, the shells. All the shells disappear, you know. The outside stuff disappears. The unimportant stuff disappears. Just deepest depths of me. And, um, you know, like those big Hasidic Rebbes, when they prayed, you know, this is a little bit of a sad story, the Heliger Herschler Riminova was so holy and people didn't know if he's for real or not. Mm-hmm. Or can, you know, every person who's special, there's already people who like him especially and also who hate him especially. So Rab Herschler Riminova, it's a whole long story with him getting involved and he was son of a tailor, you know, and he was ran away from home because his parents died and he just sat in the Vesmadash and learned and Rabbanah Rimenov like he became his shamasal, his bodyguard. And people say he doesn't know anything. But he didn't know everything. When it came to praying he was mamish out of this world. So at one time the Vesmadash there was this big oven and he would always like put his head on the oven and just pray so hard. So people say, you know, oh, God, he's doubling his hair, it's a fake. So sadly enough, at one time a person put some fire in the oven, you know, and became real hot. But he didn't feel anything, you know, because it was for real. And it doesn't mean he stopped being a partial, you know, it was mamish, but he was, he didn't feel his skin or, or his was inside stuff, you know. Okay, when it really got hot, they took him off the oven, you know, because without saying, didn't let him burn, they got for it, you know. But they just tested him. Okay, I'll tell you a joke. See, tell this joke. This man comes to the synagogue, and he says, I want you to know, when I say Hashem Echot, God is one, I'm so completely out of this world that you can pinch me with a pin, I wouldn't feel anything. 
Okay, you know, Christmas takes about 10 minutes to say it, or 5 minutes. Okay, the next day, he says, Hashem Echad, God is one. Someone comes with a pin, puts it out with a needle, um, and nothing happens. Yeah, maybe it's real. So one other host says, hey, let me try him, you know. Takes a needle and gives a real zet, you know. Starts yelling, hey! <laughs> okay, after the praying is over, they said, so you see, you're still with it, you know, you're not completely out of this world. He says, yeah, but the first time? I mean, you see, I mean, let's say, you know, sometimes, um, you know, when you love somebody very much, when you meet them, you stop being hungry or thirsty or tired. I mean, that kind of being out of it, you know. That doesn't mean I stop being an individual of the country, you know, I'm just so elated. Is it that in, when you're in the Sabbath consciousness, you are overcome with the presence and therefore you're closer to your real self, to the real nature of yourself, the real being, something like that? Uh -huh. But if I'm closer to the real nature of my being, is that that I'm closer to the divinity? And if the divinity is, somehow the divinity is beyond contains joy and pain, but is beyond it. The divinity does not get swallowed by pain or joy. The divinity is, is even bigger, is it not? If it is, and I can get closer to that divinity, which is also in my being, then is, is the Sabbath a vessel for that? Is that something that we do to open ourselves so that we can become closer to that reality? which is ourself, which is, uh, I'm asking. Yeah, mm? Okay, well, the question, the, okay, in asking all of that is that after the first few minutes of experiencing th that, yeah. you know, you, you, you start to experience it. Now, how do you maintain that connection through a Sabbath? I mean, is, is, the, is the vision to be able to maintain that connection not only in the Sabbath, but all the time, okay? And the Sabbath is the vessel for getting that going. How do we maintain it without getting caught up again in talking about the daily things, the gossip and the things in Israel? You know, people used to sit around on the lawn and talk about their boyfriends and their that and that. And m I'm wondering what my own soul was doing was to yearn to stay within that space that started to be created. How can you help us to do that? You know, it's always like this. Everything holy is so hard to get it and so easy to lose it. You just try and hope, you know, there's no, there's no black and white formula, you know, you just concentrate very strong, you know, concentration. You know, in Hebrew it's called hesachadaz, that one second, like, you, you look at something, one st second you stop looking at it, you lost it, God forbid, you know? You know, on Shabbos we eat fish. You know why? Because fish always have their eyes open. That means Shabbos, you got to keep your eyes on Shabbos all the time. Like, you have to focus on Shabbos in the deepest way. Um, 
You see, okay, it's very, very special to keep it. I don't know, you know, I wouldn't tell somebody to try to keep Shabbos 24 hours. We're not, out f that for them, they're not on the level yet, you know. You have to be in the, each, every Shabbos you can maintain a little bit longer. It's like running, right? First you run one mile, then two miles, three miles. You don't run 100 miles the first day. So when you begin with Shabbos, just, just, just be so happy if you have one minute. You said that before the Sabbath, if you were just waiting for the Sabbath to get out of this world because it was so miserable, that wasn't it, that the world was wonderful, all right? Now you go into the Sabbath, and there's a feeling that the world is just so much more. It's just so much more. Okay, now you're sitting in the Sabbath, and your mind starts to run around a bit and starts to think about, you know, what happened yesterday and whether the job is going to work out and that and that. You're not in, in, in Sabbath. The minute your mind is doing that. You're going back and forth. Now, what is our relationship to the world when we're in the Sabbath? Is it that the world, you don't say the world is illusion. God forbid, you don't say that. Well, what happens to the world then? Is it transformed? Is it the best and holiest it can be on the Sabbath? What does that mean? Imagine if, let's assume I'm trying to get a job by Macy's, right? But my father is the director of Macy's. Don't worry about getting the job. Be taken care of. It's true, even if I'm the son of the owner of Macy, because my father wants me to be independent, I have to present myself in the office, fill out a form. But in the final, the final say is still my father's the president of the corporation, right? On Shabbos, I know that everything I'm doing, everything which I'm still, God has a final say. On Shabbos, I don't worry, so God will take care of it. But on Shabbos, I'm so much aware that God is taking care of everything, so I really don't worry about anything. But again, you have to keep it up, you know, and, and, and pray to God. You should, you should have the privilege to feel it. See, Shabbos is a gift. Sometimes God gives you a gift one minute. Sometimes God gives you a gift two minutes. And basically, the difference between God and a human being is like this. A human being, if someone gives me a gift, I have no right to say, give me another gift. I say, thank you so much. You don't ask for gifts. God, I can even ask for gifts all the time. And the more, the more God gives me a gift, the more I can ask, give me more gifts. So Shabbos, I ask God all the time, please give me more Shabbos, more Shabbos, more Shabbos. And um, hopefully we get it. If Shabbos is the place that is not really the action place, it's a place of stillness, is it not? In this holy book here, the, Your Word is Fire, it talks about it, the most deepest place of praying where even your body movement comes to a stop and there is no movement and you go really deep inside. Is that like the, uh, the Sabbath? In other words, what I'm asking is most of the Sabbaths, a lot of them that I've experienced, they are active. People are talking and, and even though they're not cooking and turning the lights on, they're doing a lot. Is there another Sabbath? Okay, you know, I'm sure those people who talk, <coughs> that means maybe that moment the ones are Shabbos day. So they had their Shabbos already, they will have it tomorrow morning. 
see, we're living in, in a world where just we all are crying even for one minute Shabbos. And that one minute Shabbos keeps us going if, even if we can't keep it up. So also special. So next Shabbos will be two minutes. Yeah, even you see, even the story doesn't help, so I know one more story, you know? It's um, like this one rabbi says, uh, soldiers, you know, the maneuvers, you don't shoot, you just run around with your, with your rifle, you know, pretend. But gewalt when there's a war, you know? The truth is, all those teachings don't help when the war is there, right? You just, the mom is on your own, right? Ask any soldier, you know, after they went through basic training and all those two million maneuvers, Gewalt, God forbid, you never happened. There's a war, your mom is fighting man to man. You don't remember all the teaching, you're just fighting for your life. So the same when it comes Shabbos is like fighting for your life. Try to keep Shabbos up. So you just try it. Hopefully. Hopefully Shabbos will mean enough to you that you should want it. And, um, Okay, but since it is Shabbos, it's not so hard to switch back. During the week, it's always hard to get back to the top of the mountain. On Shabbos, even if you roll down to the lowest valley, you're only one step from the top of the mountain, so it goes faster. Yeah, like this missile service, not elevated service, but missile service. Seven for seven. Uh, but see, the most important thing is, whatever you do, don't let your mistakes drag you down. Imagine Shabbos was for five minutes, not Shabbos again, sitting there, I, I, I. Okay, in the meantime, you're losing Shabbos right now. Okay, so five minutes ago, you spoke about the stock market, it was wrong. Forget it, okay, now talk about Shabbos. And um, let me share one more thing, you know. During the week, basically eating is to give strength and energy to my body. Sleeping is giving energy to my soul, because my soul cannot stand this world for more than so many hours. It has to go back. So it's very strong in Chesidus. You know, sometimes you're very tired. Don't force it, because your soul just has to go back for a few minutes. With the difference of Shabbos, on Shabbos is even the food is for my soul, and the sleeping is for my body. That means on Shabbos, even somehow my body goes up to that place in heaven where my soul comes from. So everybody knows, I mean, I know to myself, if like the sleep of Shabbos, just something else. Gives you so much energy, so much, how much life. And um, it's very, very, very special. And... Um, Anyway, good Shabbos, good Shabbos, sleep well on Shabbos. You know, what I, I would like to know about is the Shekhinah. The Shekhinah. Um, if, if that is the mother, is that the divine mother that other religions talk about? Um, is it...
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.